Shalom Today's daf discusses an Eved that was already half freed and then he, or half sold and then half freed. He's one allowed to free two slaves together. Kulay versus Chetzi. Are two Avodim allowed to share one get Shikhrer? Freeing Avodim What happens if the master calls him Avdi? And we uh, launch into the discussion of a uh, half-slave that was gored. What are the ramifications in that case? And the halachas of a knas for this eved being damaged while he's still waiting for a get shechor in that interim. Now, a Mishnah had said, of case of someone who is a half-slave and a half-ben-chayrin. And if you recall, that Amachalikas Rebbe in the Rabbanon, Rebbe says that you are allowed to free half of your slave. Their opponent said you can't. Now, Rabbi said that Machlekes was with a star. And Rabbi Yosef said that Machlekes is with Kesef. And after we uh, bombed him with Kashas, he said that the Machlekes is in fact by both. So, now Mishnah, when we said that he's a half free, half, free, half slave, according to Rabbi, that can make sense. We're talking about where he freed him with money. Rabbi and the Rabbanon would agree. But according to Rabbi Yosef, our Mishnah should be Rebbe and not the Rabbanon. But Ravina answers, our Mishnah wasn't talking about one person freeing two halves of his own slave. We were talking about two partners sharing a slave. And that's where everyone agrees. Since this guy only owns half of the slave, when he frees his half, it's a good shikhr. Since he did a complete emancipation. It's like a get isha, which is a complete Kurisos. Rabba says that the Machlaikas between Rebbe and the Rabbanon is about it something else. He says the Machlaikas is where he's freeing half of his own slave, but the other half of the slave was already sold. Or rather, the Machlaikas is where he's freeing half of a slave and he's holding on to half of a slave. But in a case where the other half was sold or given away as a matana, since he's freeing the second half of his slave and he's giving his slave a complete emancipation, that is a good Kenyan, it will be Chal. So Abayah tells Rabbo, they don't argue over there. We have one Brysa that says, if someone writes off all of his property to two of his slaves, so each of them are going to get half, so they each own each other, they can then free each other and go free. Another Brysa says, if someone gives over all of his property to his slave, he's not going to himself. We have a theory in Brysas. The way to reconcile the theory is to say one's Rabbi, one's the Rabbanon. Or he gives three answers why to answer this theory. No, really, both of the Brysas could be Rabbanon. I, why isn't he going to himself? Depends on the Lushan that he said. If the master says Kulai, I want all of my property to be given to my two avadim. That'll work. But if he said, I want to give half to you, half to you, maybe he was saying, I want to give one half of my property to the two of you. Mar says, really, half. But in the Seifa, we said that if he says, uh, of that Brisa, we said that if he says, then they're not coin it. It's Mashman and the ratio. He did say, Kuloi. How could he say that the ratio is talking about where he said, that. I want the two of you to be getting half. The Gemara explains that the Seifa was elaborating on the Reisha. It wasn't bringing a new case. The Reisha was also, also talking about Chatsi. 
was just elaborating that they don't they are not coining themselves, they have to free each other. For example, if he says chati chati, I want each one of each one of you, he says half to you, half to you. And that's Mustaver because in the Raisha, if he had said Kulai, and they're not coined, even though he, he's giving over all their property, they're still not coined each other. When he says chati chati, uh, of course they're not going to be coined each other. The Gemara says, if that's your Raya, the way that you're explaining the discrepancy between the two Brisas, that doesn't sound right. It doesn't make sense that the Seifa is just elaborating on the Raisha. So that in the ratio, you wouldn't think he's saying chazi chazi, but if you but if he had said kulai, they would be kind of each other, or, or kind of themselves. But just saying in the seifa chazi chazi, we would know that in the ratio we're talking about kulai, and nevertheless, they're still not kind of themselves, even when the master gives them their entire property. So really, the Rabbanon agree with Rebbe that if you're freeing half of the slave and that will give him full freedom, he is kind of himself. Gemara has a second answer to. Explain the stira in Braisos. Then every coin himself when he gets all the property of the master. The Gemara says it's not a kasha. One was with a star, and one was with two stars. Because with one star, they're not going to be coin to each other. Two of them can't use the same get shechor. The Gemara says if if the case is a star, then why do we need to say chazi chazi? Even if he says kula, if they're sharing a star, it's not going to work. They're not going to be coin to themselves. That's why it didn't work in that price. Not because of the Lashon. Gemara says, says that they're not coining themselves with meaning with one star. But if they did have two stars, then if he says Chazi Chazi, they're not going to be coining themselves. If he says Kulay, they will be. Gemara offers a third explanation, interpretation to reconcile these two prices. Really, it's not Akasha because one was where he freed them both simultaneously and one was where he freed them one after another. He says Kula by both of them. He's giving all of their property. He gives both of their stories, their, their emancipation documents, to the two of them simultaneously. Then they're going to be coined to themselves. But if it was one after another, then they won't be. Moore doesn't like this answer because... Yeah, the second guy, the second slave who gets his get or he won't be coined it because the first guy already got all of the master's property, but why wouldn't the first guy go free? So that's actually an issue. So we bring in a fourth and final interpretation. Conciliation for these braces. Or Ashi tells us the reason why this Evid wasn't coined himself is because the master called him my slave. He referred to him as a slave. So Rav Raphim tells Ravashi. Maybe he didn't mean that you are my slave now. He means you were my slave. He was was calling him Avdi in that you have previously been my slave. doesn't mean that he's a slave now. Now he's free. Right? Then we learn a Mishnah that if someone writes all of his property to his Evid, he's free unless he leaves over a little bit of property for himself. Shimon disagrees. He says the Evid is free unless he gives him everything besides for a percentage to assume that the Evid is in that percentage. It could be a Medayik from Reb Shimon that the only reason why the Evid didn't go free was because he held on to one ten-thousandth. If he didn't, the Evid would be kind himself. Ah, he's still calling him his Evid. Yeah. It's Takakash and Arvashi. You see that calling an Evid 
Avdi doesn't mean that he is currently an Eved. It means that he was an Eved. It doesn't necessarily pull him back into Amdus that wouldn't let him be free. Now the Gemara asks, what happens if this Eved gets gored? He's half-slave and half-off. So if he was gored on a day when he is in the master's employment, then the knas of being gored goes to the master. If it was on his day off, on his freedom day, then he gets the knas himself. Or says, really, then why can't he go marry a Basrayan when he's off and marry a Shifcha when he's with the master? If he's actually entirely his own man on his days off, the Gemara answers that regarding property, he'll his moment he's off, but Gabe Isri still has a din of it. He can't just marry a, uh, a Basrayan or a Shifcha. That's why Bashamai and Basil agreed. We have to set him free. The Gemara brings down that if someone kills an Eved who's half free and half a slave, he gives the Knas to his master. Half the Knas goes to his master, and half the Knas goes to this Katsi Eved's Yorshim. Explain later how he has Yorshim. The Gemara, why giving it half half? It should depend on the day. If it's the day of his master, it should all go to the master. If it's the day that he's free, then it should all go to the Arshim. The Gemara answers that when it comes to killing him, not just damaging him, here we depleted the principle, Talia Karna. So here we're going to split up the Knas. The Gemara asks, when are you going to have a case when it's not Talia Karna? It's always going to be depleting the principle when he's being killed. It should still depend on the day. Gemara says there could be a case where this Eved was injured. It uh, ruined his hand, but only temporarily. It'll heal soon. That works according to Abaye. It says that when, when one damages somebody, you give him Sheves Gedolo, which means the work of the, the worth of his work, and you give a Sheves Katana, the amount that it costs for him to be unemployed. But according to Rava, who says that you only give daily Shavas, whatever he would have made that day, is the same din as Shar, and the Shar would only pay Nezek. And when an Adam causes the wound, he doesn't pay Nezek, he pays Shavas. Shar would be entirely Potter. One of the, the five special things about Adam. Gemara has two answers. Either we're talking about where the Shar didn't injure his hand, it was an Adam, or Rava actually disagrees with this Mimer because it's only a Mimra, it was never canonized into the Mishnayas, Brises, and Deceptors. So now the Gemara asks, if this Evet is waiting for his Ged Shechver, so he's, he's monetarily, Bindin is free, but he's Bindin Eser, he still needs to be freed with a Get, with a star. If he gets gored, is there a knas for him or not? Does he get a knas or not? Bozik says, on one hand, He's not the Odoin. He's not his own master yet. Or maybe. All he's missing is a star, Shechror. He is considered an Odoin. How much is his Odoin still considered an Odoin when he, the Evid is still tethered to him by the Get, get Shechur? So the Gemara answers that we learned that if someone kills a Chatsi Evid, Chatsi Ben Chayrin, you have to give him half the Knas, and his master gets half of the Knas. Go to his Yorshim. 
Lachayra, we're still going like the the Mishnah Achroina, where Bez Hillel agreed that we forced the second master to free the in, the second the, the second half that's still enslaved. In which case, we see that master still is considered an Odoin, even though he needs to free him. But the Gemara says now we're going like the Mishnah Rishayina, where we don't need a, we're not forcing the master to free the second half of the slave, the second Shutuf. Gemara says if. Uh, Master knocks out his Evid's tooth or blinds his eye. Either of those things would free him. What happens if he does both? So, knocking out the tooth frees him. And now he has to pay him for his eye. But if he just needs to free him, but he still needs to give him a get shikhr, so he has to give him a knas for the eye. The knas goes to the master. Then, yeah, if someone else injures his Evid, it goes to the master. Why, when the, when the master himself does it, does it go to the Eved? That should still go to the master if he still has the din of Adoin. It must be that the Knas goes to the Eved while you're waiting for the Get Shechrer. But the Gemara says, no, over here, maybe we're going like the man Omar who says, you don't require a Get Shechrer when the master knocks out his tooth. He's automatically free without it. Like the Brisa says, a slave goes free with any of these injuries. Shmuel says he requires a get. Remeir says he doesn't. Ezra says he does. Rabbi Tarfin says he doesn't. Rabbi Kiva says he does require a get shechror on top of the injury. Those chachamim that were compromising, they said that with Rabbi Tarfin doesn't require a get by Torah specifically says that he goes free. So there's no Ezra. He's not an Evid anymore. We hold like Rabbi Akiva by all other limbs because the chachamim set up a knas. The Gemara says, well, a knas? We get it from a pasuk. The Gemara means it's not that it's a knas, but since it's a drosha that the chachamim made, we refer to the other limbs besides the eye and the tooth as a knas. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.